seen my brother on the street last night. Said they all against, they all against me. There is an undeniable feeling you get when you are in a room, well, an Irish pub at Mount Maunganui to be exact, and you're talking with two brothers that share an amazing connection. Regan and Sasha Perry. That's one of their songs they wrote together after going through some tough times. Is there something you can do? Well, I tell you the truth, and I, no, 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 just like you. Wrote it together when we were both on the street and we had nowhere to sleep, and we we're asking each other, We got somewhere to sleep, and we we're both going, No, we should write a song about it. That's and right. that's where you get it. Yeah, yeah both been homeless, and so both know those feelings. I think that's what both about, um, even though we're pale skinned, once you start talking to us, you'll know that we're, there's a lot more aroha inside of us than your average what you're looking at, you know what I mean? Look like a rocker, look like a German, but not always. Yes. <laughs> it's a better way of saying that then. Yeah, it's a good song. Real like people. We're real people, we're just like real people, and, they, and when you talk to us, that's what most people say. They're like, "Well, wow, those two real people right there." You know, <laughs> like you said, humble from our parents, from our dad, humble. You know, and that's what Tikori teaches you too. Just be humble, like you said. Really proud Maori people there, and um, could be really angry Maori people there, but they just really humble and caring. And it's that Māori community and kaupapa, or way of doing things in the Māori world, that Regan and Sasha gravitate towards. He mihi ki te atua, me whakaonori nga tanga te whenua o Aotearoa, ko Sasha Takaungua, and yeah, I'm from Te Kuiti, and uh, the King Country, I'm real proud to be from there. We grew up a few places before uh, Te Kuiti was home, and then, um, but once we, Regan left home real early to, to follow music, he's been all over, and um, I'm sort of the same, but with uh, was directing and other arts and things, so in sports. Yeah, I went to do music in Hamilton because that was like a big city when you're living in Tikori. And then my and brother. Hour up or what, half an hour up the road? Yeah, true. So I think it was the first gigs were at 13 in the Tianga Tavern and Waitomo Tavern and stuff like that, but didn't do much at school. So by 16, I was like, I'm not really made my mind up what I was going to do. So I just went to Hamilton to do gigs with my brother Darcy, the eldest brother of all of us. There's four of us. And um, started, yeah. We played with a punk band called Five Girls. Five Girls? Yeah, well, Five Girls in it. But, um, yeah, punk music and trying to write our own stuff, and that's what kind of... He played with so many people while he was in Hamilton. He played with uh, the Cora, Lawton Cora, and... Oh, uh, I joined Cornerstone Roots after I came back from Japan. So it was a good five years. Um, yeah, dub conspiracy tours, and wow. some of the dub and Cora and all that. Great stuff, yeah. yeah. That was wicked. We've yeah. always been writing songs together, and we did, um, um, when Māori TV first started, we yep. did a show called Roots Music, and um, we did that together. So, uh, Regan's pushing the microphone towards me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you at home, and you're like, what's this guy talking all the time? Yeah, have you got an anti mumble button on your, um, on your computer? There you go. <laughs> Coming up in this episode of Manu Tiori, a four-part series here on Tiahika that looks into the work and connections of some of today's musicians. I'm with Regan and Sasha Perry. Now the brothers are Pākehā and they call Tikuiti their home. Here they explain their early musical influences. Six and Shani's Aotearoa. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honey. Some honey. Praise the magic man. Yeah. 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 
That's it. Uh, that's what I've learned about the music industry because I was more reg- this was Regan's life, you know, and I'm coming in having a look at it from a different angle now on stage. And um, it's a uh, musos love musos, eh? And so everyone wants to jam with everyone, and there's sort of uh, muso uh, hussies in the way they're in about five, six bands, and <laughs> yeah. if there's a gig going on, they'll jump in there. And I think Regan's yeah. one of those people that everyone wanted to have in their band because he makes everyone sound better, a lot like. Uh, Hani from Catch a Fire, you know mm. what I mean? Got the same skills to just real loving person with the music and just want to help everyone else out. So mm. It's cool now that Regan's really, he's got his face out there instead yeah. of helping everyone else be better, he's hitting the dap that he deserves. We deserve it. It's good to have a, be doing it finally with a brother, you know? Finally, which is great. Yeah, it's cool to go around the world, but you know, I'm, I jumped in the deep end myself, you know? Yeah. So it'd be good to just go chill a bit more this time, be a bit more relaxed. So how did the brothers come together in terms of this this journey, this musical pathway? I was always sort of a songwriter. I had a few issues growing up, so songwriting was really good for me. Regan showed me some chords when we were younger, and they helped me through my life, what Regan had showed me. Because you grew up in that era where you make your own fun, and there's no internet, and you know, (laughs) there's no need to lie about it, we're kind of old. But there's no internet, and you make up your own fun. And because it's such a musical town, it's, just, oh, yeah. it's easy to pick yeah, it up. Yeah, tell us about Tikwiti. Um, Marae on the main street. Yeah, you know, really Maori proud. Really busking, doing the yeah. galas and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back of a truck or yeah. something, and doing doing every gig you could take. Yeah, and then just jamming, jamming, jamming. Regan was famous in Tikwiti by 13. Because of his guitaring, and you know, he was just a freak, such a freak. And uh, there's so many good musicians in Tikwiti. We are by nowhere near, you know, you could go down there and find a million different amazing Mm. artists at uh, the Me Works or anywhere, you know what I mean? But that's just fortunate enough to keep doing it, yeah, fortunate enough to keep going, and that people still want to come to gig and still want to support. I don't know. It's just about being fortunate after that. Yeah. Just keep putting it out there and they'll keep liking it. So yeah. you just keep putting it out there. Because we've got Tommy Nathan and yeah, Richie, Richie Roma and Jesse and Jamie Roma. And yeah, so yeah. still a good connection with home, mate. Eh? Tom Huruwaka. Yeah. He just passed, passed away. Recently, Tom Huruwaka. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, Sash. What was that like? Sash, <laughs> you were in sport. You ended up playing basketball for New Zealand. And, uh, it's New Zealand yeah. juniors and yeah. No, nah, but so I was always writing songs with Regan. <laughs> so, but then, yeah, I just when he first went to do Wiser, well, there was a time we went to Liam's. This guy Liam, who was a, he's got ahead a couple of Silver Scroll Awards or something. He's had a couple of number one songs from the Narcs. We went to his house and we were going to record and we recorded together. And my, I just my voice is so raw compared to Regan's, and I was like, no, nah, you just do it. And then I just went 100 percent backing Regan mm. and then um, I went down to Tikwiti back to my home and sort of just started again and that's when yeah with the Roma Fano and the Nathans and people like that I started my own band started singing my own songs and then over time me and Regan got back together once he sort of seen I was, got the confidence and man we've had some mean gigs wow. together like Jimmy Cliff and Catch Fire yeah, and, I got the balance more in our lives to do that stuff it's great you know and we're kind of further along don't regret. Yeah, don't really regret things from the past. Just got to move forward. And man, while we're still alive and we can still sing and we still do it, let's go do it. You know. Keep it on my neck to remind me 
Never let anybody hold you down. Keep it on my neck to remind me. Never let anybody push you around. Yeah, we've lived everywhere. Whangaroa, uh, the mounts, the Tikwiti, Utarhanga, um, up north, down south, everywhere. Poriroa, uh, Utara, everywhere. Pretty much everywhere in Aotearoa. Riggs is, uh, and I've been to Aussie for a little bit, and Riggs has lived in um, Gold Coast, Japan. I would so. not have pictured Japan in that yeah. mix. What, what attracted you to Japan, Regan? I was living in Australia doing music there, oh. and then had heaps of mates telling me I should go, and then they just kept telling me for years, so I just jumped on the deep end, that's all. And then Why I not? loved it, so I just kept going back. So I made some good mates and cool. went there about ten times. Yeah, so just keep going back. Yeah. You played yeah. at the Ritz-Carlton? Yeah, doing his cool. flamenco guitar sort of thing. <laughs> a lot yeah, of people yeah. don't know that about Regan is that he's not just a reggae guitarist as he can play and that's why a lot of musos really look up to Regan. Yeah, I'm not doing it thinking of uh, the neck, we've got to make this hit and it's got to have this in it, it's got to there. I'm not really thinking about that and I don't think it's ever been, like, we're heaps of songs eh, since we were little, so it's not really about that as such and um, there's got to be some kind of balance in your life where you're not focusing just on that, you've got to keep everything else going in your life. I was like, man, i really got to say something and then my dad passing away and then you just got oh, to say something and then, yeah, so just went out to say stuff, really. And now both get to say it together in harmony. It's great. I've been watching Ring do this his whole life, you know what I mean? And Dad was a massive supporter of um, the boys learning music and he was a wicked musician himself and uh, he filled our house full of heaps of instruments and he'd come up there for me and James, but he, he's, all I ever saw him was support our rigs with music and it was wicked, it was wicked. I remember when we got out, we both got matching tattoos on our neck, I got one first and um, the Mitty Margs paid for it, obviously I can't afford it and then... Uh, uh, Regan, then he goes, he was like, damn, I, I want it, you know, I want one too. And I was like saying to him, uh, well, we ain't doing anything else, you know what I mean? We're only ever going to be musicians. So it was like not a worry about a job interview later or something like that mm-hmm. sort of buzz. Yeah, yeah, if you're dealing with someone that's got a problem with that on your neck, you shouldn't really be dealing with that person, maybe, yeah. you know. Like so. Billy Connolly in his ugly pants saying, if yeah, you don't give him it. shit, he goes, yeah, that's right, you're a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was when I, that moment for me was like, yeah, like, because we, both these, 
No, I don't know if rigging, there's much things, other things rigging can do. There's other things we could have done. I'm a pretty good dad, apparently. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You see what I mean? Like, he could just sit at home, and that's what he likes doing, sit at home with his son. But so, no, he's definitely an addict for music. You know what I mean? He's definitely been that his whole life. Regan's story was detailed in an online article in February this year called Creative Beat. Now, the writer described Regan as a prolific sideman. As a talented guitarist who can leap from reggae, dub roots to jazz, Latin and flamenco, he's been on stage as a support act with reggae icon Jimmy Cliff and performed with Catchafire, Rhombus, Salmonella dub, Trinity Roots and Cornerstone Roots. Regan wrote songs from a young age. His debut album, Wiser, was released in 2009. He has travelled overseas in pursuit of music, in fact. Sasha says that Regan walked into the swanky Ritz-Carlton in Japan and simply asked them if he could play there. It earned him a paying gig, apparently. Sasha is a former TV director and producer. He worked on the Māori television series Roots Music and directed documentaries for both Television New Zealand and Māori TV. They both relish opportunities. There is no big marketing machine behind the boys, so they both understand that an effort must be made. That includes hosting gigs to fundraise, making TV appearances, radio interviews, like this one at 6.30 in the evening, and of course having a social media presence. They're both keen to hit the States again. Regan explains their itinerary. Same round I did end of last year, down to DC and Kansas. Hit Chicago this time, Uh, some friends over there, and some friends in Santa Cruz. So we'll stop there first, and then check out, I've never seen the West Coast yet. Mm. Yeah, I got to see the political East Coast. Now it's off to see the Wiley West. how good Regis last, because he took both of our songs over there. But um, he was over there and there was a um, black African-American, black American guy there and heard one of the songs and then he took that song, re-recorded it to use in the sort of black civil rights movement with how the police have been shooting. Well, they oh, always shoot black people, yeah, but lately it's been a bit of a run. Mm. Yeah, and so this, his name's Adrian Truth, and that was he's like a mean R&B singer. Yeah, yeah I got on heaps of locals again. That's what I've done every single country, is just go hang out with locals on the street, see who's at the thing. I got a few studio session times booked in with a cousin of um, Spawn Breezy's. And then nice. so we're making a check, and then Breezy will... Because we've had a few people like that. Junior Marvin's been on a track. Yeah, yeah. The, Brian's yeah. just done a latest single, Blind Bird, eh? So yeah. um, Brian, we're all away from Cornerstone Roots. Yeah. He's our producer. So, yeah. We've had Hani Tuturewa too on the last oh, album. And he's sort of from here, eh? Between Waihi and, yeah, yeah. and Fakatani. Music Fakitani. gets around. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah, we're trying to get yeah, Kazi Aaron on a track, eh? Aaron Tokuna. Yeah, trying to get him yeah. this year. Oh, that great! Yeah, we see. <laughs> he can't see the rolling of the eyes. Our okay. cousin, our first cousin is Aaron Tukuna for people at home, and he's um, an amazing musician. And but he was in Weta, remember Weta back in the days, and then a Hori Buzz. So, so he's like amazing. Uh, but he used to jam a freeze and they'll go down Main Street of Tukori and do the busking thing, and um, well, that was yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, and he drove me down to Willis. No, he's still doing a Hori Buzz. He just, yeah, he just. Released a, 
we'll, we'll give you another chance to do that. Uh, oh, Aaron's doing amazing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to get our cousin on a thing. It'd be good to tour with our cousin too. Cause yeah, we're talking about it. We should call it the Cuzzy Buzz tour. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Cuz of the Buzz or something like that. Behind the banter and the genius of their musicianship, there is a warmth and depth to Regan and Sasha. You can't quite make out who is younger because they both share very similar stories. Sasha got the letters FTW tattooed on his neck. He explains that at the time he got it, he was a very angry man. To him, it meant F the world. Today, it stands for Finally Truth Wins, Feed the Fano, and Free the Weed. The day after he got his, Regan got the same letters too. Sasha says it's to symbolise that they are artists for life. But... Both brothers have been through their fair share of hard times as well. I went to a Māori rehab, Te Whare O Ranganaki, and I picked that because I knew they'll look after me better than sort of European one, and they just got better co-poppers and values. And when, you know, everyone's individuals. There's good people, there's bad people, but on a, from what I've seen in my life, if I end up at a Māori house, I'm more likely going to be looked after. Yeah, yeah, they actually happened to me in Kansas. I jumped, I jumped right in the deep end last year and went to meet Junior Marv and all these people. Like, really, I really wish Sasha was there with me, eh? And then, yeah, I was in tears at one point because, well, I'm not the biggest dude in the world. And I've always had big brothers there to look after me, you know? Yeah. So they call me Little King and stuff. But, um, yeah, man, I jumped right in there. And when I saw, I got picked up by the Kansas City rugby team. Yeah, and it's, it's hard case. It's all Samoan, Fijian Islander. It's really cool. And, uh, just uh, straight away, as soon as I met them, I was like, oh, cool, I'm home. There was a kit there on the wall. There was area that I was like, oh, I'm home. And they just, wow. yeah, it was, yeah, it just made me feel really home. I don't know, something I can't, because when you're that lost and you're that by yourself, you're not thinking about why am I making these decisions. You're just going, oh, wow, that makes me feel good. That makes me feel like I'm at home. Yeah. So, it's it's a Pacific cool. Island thing in a way, eh? Like how uh, they say... Māori come from Rarotonga and then you meet Cook Islanders and, you know, it's the same Aroha yeah, and awesome. really. I'll do a boring story, but <laughs> the um, rugby game I went to see was against these Americans who were all, like, you know, big, aggressive guys and, oh, we're going to kill them and all that kind of stuff. And the Samoans are all singing, uh, just by imagination, <laughs> just before they go on. And, and they flattened them, too. The Samoans absolutely wiped them yeah, out. But, um, just the calmness, the coolness, the... It just seems different, you know, it's not so, yeah. Dog eat dog, eh? It's not so every man for themselves no, sort the of huddle, thing. The huddle was, okay, guys, it's all about whānau, let's have a good, you know, it's going to be great, yeah. And the one American in the whole team goes, yeah, let's kill him! <laughs> Stop, so what the... Yeah, it's all about whānau. It feels, just feels really good. It just feels relaxed and good. Yeah, as, as you get older, I'm just so grateful to have my um, kids in my life and... Uh, all of them say they love me, and say, and then some with uh, Seb, Shade, and Michael, and Cruz too, and Janique, Sol, Haishia, Rebel, and Paul. They, yeah, well, I'm doing really good. And like Regan says, it's the first, once you have a kid, life changes totally, and then 
you just feel like a failure that you're letting them down and then you spend the rest of your life trying to be a better man. <laughs> you're like, oh, damn, I, I'm, I'm really bad. My life's not going that well now that I want to, you know, rock it. So second for me is New Zealand, actually being here and all of that, being able to jump in the ocean and stuff that I know living in Tokyo, like there's no way you can do it. You can't have this in other places, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that second for me is like the land. And the people on land, the food, the music, the everything. Yeah, yeah. we because we're both in Kapahaka at Tikuiti High School with Miss Weepaki, and yeah. we've um we in Tikuiti, especially when we were growing up, it was really rich farmers and Maori, mm-hmm. and just like in Rotorua and the rest of the country, Maori's um uh, get a r- real bad deal. Mm-hmm. It's about the nicest way you can say that Aotearoa is racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Maori's are so strong that they're just amazing and they've helped us out my brother Garrett and his whanau and people like that they help us out and same with the music and they were loving and caring and let us come into their house on the marae and yeah. heaps of things they're real accepting yeah. and um, yeah mm, if yeah. roles were reversed I'll be an angry man with a gun <laughs> and you know what I mean that's yeah. a true story and that's like Scotland I like that, you know, and they're all proud of William Wallace, and then they come to New Zealand and do that exact same thing to a Māori. It doesn't mean it's pretty stink. pretty good community we've got um uh, tiki town lives down the road it's pretty pretty alive with musicians and artists i think holly smith's down there too so yeah, it's just yeah. alive and then it's good that's how yeah that's how powerful <laughs> regan's music is 
<laughs> Ivan just moved to be closer to Magnet. He's Magnet. Yeah, it's good because I really love the beach. I, I tried to live away from the beach and I couldn't. Um, I had health problems even. I just couldn't stay away from the beach. So, yeah, I run on the beach with my boy. I'm glad he's born in the bay. Um, but yes, yeah, surf heaps, yeah, it's great. Just trying to stay alive, eh? trying to breathe. No. Yeah, no, heaps of inspiration out there. Yeah. Yeah, there's not once that you go in and you come out and you think I shouldn't have gone in. Like, it's always, it's always good for you, yeah. Yeah, I'm in uh, Rotorua now. Um, staying, oh, it's good because I stay around, just around the corner from a couple of our kids, so that's awesome. Word of mouth, social media, album releases, and producing good songs and collaborations is how they get their music out to the masses. There is no budget for marketing. In fact, Sasha jokingly adds that there is a position vacant. If you're a manager out there, because we just talked to Granville Bell from Catch a Fire, first thing he's saying, because he knows we've got the goods and he's seen us a few times. Management tidy, you know, streamline everything. That's what that's what we get told by everyone. You know, it's just because there's no real, there's no answer. You just got to keep it streamlined, keep it out there, keep it consistent, and longevity is what Hani said. You know, you just got to. So if you're a manager out there, you're a manager. <laughs> you're that's not social media because yeah. you know you, we can I can see what you're up to yeah. next week on your Facebook page. Mm. So. Uh, it's interesting though. New Zealand's a different industry, eh? so you can see everyone's still yeah, it's different. It's different. You can get caught up thinking of that whole side marketing all that crap. Yeah. You, know, you can really stuff your life up. So it's not worth it. Just yeah. Yeah, yeah just, the time we have on stage is so good. We've had yeah. so much laru-laru's going up mm-hmm. to be at a point now that we just mm-hmm. have this, like, 30, 40 minutes, an hour, two hours of just being ourselves brothers again. It's really cool. Yeah, being that relaxed is great. Yeah, real relaxed. Yeah. And their music has changed. This year, Regan and Sasha Perry performed on the television show Good Morning, accompanied with a four-piece band. But in previous performances, Regan uses his trusty loop pedal. This is a guy that's kicked his own brother Darcy out of a band about five times growing up, so I think a loop pedal helped him to cut down on band members. And pus- now I can find myself yeah. with a loop pedal now. Because <laughs> Regan would be the best bass player he could find, Regan would be the best drummer he could find too, so it's, it makes sense that it works for him because then um, exactly what he's got in his head is there to the audience yeah. instead of relying on... Uh, Musos who's available and things. So, I, I like the loop thing because then it's uh, we grew up with Dr. J, things like that as well. So, with the loop, that's what I feel like because some of our songs are more like Maori chant. You know what I mean? We just it's more to that sort of pace. Yeah, and I think um, that's why we were totally out here at all. And people, first song, first few words, people would they like do their whole oh, what's this about? And then they'll just jump in, man. All good. Yeah. Catch fires like that, like just staunch locks, staunch locks, and then had the first sort yeah, of few swear right. words, and they're like, oh, yeah. fellas must have grown up like us.
To guide you, but the person resides in you, yeah. You can cut those bonds that bind you, find a light to guide you, but the person resides in you, yeah. Resides in you. You're beautiful, make sure that he treats you so. This will never be your home as long as he thinks that he owns you. Are the only one that can cut the files and not block the sun. Doesn't mean you can't believe in love or recognize when you're with the wrong one. Truth to love's the only way when it pulls out blame. No, it's not okay. You're in desperate need for a brighter day. It's time for change. It's up to you, babe. The person resides in you. You can cut those bonds that bind you, or find a light to guide you. But the person resides in you, yeah. You can cut those bonds that bind you, find a light to guide you. But the person resides in you, yeah. So, what now for the brothers? Well, they plan to head back to the states and work with some big names in the music industry. Spawn Breezy, Junior Marvin and Case Healy. But for the meantime, they are happy to continue supporting local gigs, spend time with their whānau and maintaining balance in their lives. Thank you for having us here on Te Ahika. And like we just said, if you know what Ahika is, then you know this is Māori land. We're just really happy to be here. Thank you, Radio New Zealand. Hey, this is Regan. You're listening to Te Ahika. I want to thank you heaps for having us on here. Kia ora koutou to you. I seen my brother on the street last night all against the all against me I see my brother on the street last night said they all against all against me brother can you help me must be something you can do Tell you the truth I'm just like you na, 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 na. And yes I know Yes I've seen Yeah I've broken a thousand chains But I know Yeah I know When it's so Yes, I know, yes, I've seen Treated you like a princess queen But I know, yeah, I know When it's over 